Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. up a notch. Woo! Can't wait for the show to begin. And thus the show begins. Another edition, another edition of Jay Talk to the People. I am the host, Jay. The host, Jay, here, speaking live from the studio, speaking out to the people, people out there today. You got your listening ears on, eyes open. Hope you can see. Don't crash wherever where you're walking to. Look before you leap. And if you want to speak, dial 773-897-6235. You want to spread the word, spread some good information, email people at yahoo.com. Miss Rain, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great today. It's a, it's a nice uh, prelude, the weather outside, to, to spring to come. So I'm, I'm really appreciating it. <laughs> Yesterday, I think it was like 77 degrees was the high. So I'm really liking that. Good change for February weather. So we're so we're bringing back right versus wrong. We got quite a bit of stuff to go over. Get on top of today. Maybe today we might put the J talks to the people audience on the spot. Who knows? You might get there. For all of you out there into films, watching movies, there's a film called Loving. I believe it's called. It's, it's about the couple back in the 1960s, I believe it was the case, Virginia versus the Lovings. Check that film out. I do believe that film will introduce back to societies what this land called America, what it's all about when it comes to people relations. That film will probably awaken a lot of your repressed Oppositions, gripes, whatever else. So we start off bringing back right versus wrong. What else do you call it? Making a call back to previous episodes in this series of right versus wrong and outside of the series. A question was about making conversations more factual as opposed to being opinionated. When everybody has their opinion for everything and every discussion, there is no right or wrong at all. Unless there's a such thing as a wrong opinion, is there really one? Right and wrong have no place, no position, nor habitat, nor home in being politically correct. Remember to be politically correctly or not to be politically correct. 
what is political correctness? Is it policy ally? Is it that everyone has a right with his or her own body? Rights for equality and prohibiting discrimination or just partisan policy? Jay Talks to the People audience will be the judge and juror on this one. Miss Rain, Miss Rain, Miss Rain, why is it good to have your own mind? Uh, I think that it's very important to have your own mind because it could be um it could be the most important factor in your survival as a human being to have your own mind. Um there's certain decisions that you're going to have to make in your life that there won't be someone that may have your best um in their heart, like they might not have the best intentions for you. And if you use your own mind and your own opinion on things based on things that you experienced in your life, that would um, help avoid a lot of pitfalls that people go through. Like if you think of um, certain situations involving cults and there's mass suicide and different things, you have to be able to, even if everybody in society says that something is one way, be able to critique it all to your own based on your own observation because it could be important to your survival. Now, is it best to be a leader or a follower? I think that being a leader is very important, but... At the same time, if you don't have enough knowledge to lead, it might be important enough for you to have enough knowledge to know who to follow before you branch off on your own. Because there's a lot of people, a lot of chiefs and little Indians, and they're misleading people often to different tangents. Like I think that it's important that you know where you're headed if you're a leader. And if you're not a leader and you're a follower, you know where they're leading you. Uh-huh. Now, how does one learn to speak their mind? How do they learn to speak their mind? Um, I think it has to do with obstacles. With some people with obstacles, they might be an introverted personality, like a person who's not outgoing, and they might feel that, something negative is going to happen with speaking their mind. So to learn to speak the mind, that's something that's usually cultivated in childhood up to adulthood. So you have to have a certain amount of self-esteem and go with what you think is right regardless of what the consequences are because you know that you have to make your opinion heard. Uh, Why can't everybody be outspoken? You have some people that don't have or soft-spoken, I believe they call it. Okay. Um, I think that some people are soft-spoken because either they don't believe that their opinion doesn't matter and that goes back to sitting, or they are introverted and they feel like it's going to cause that adverse effect and they're more comfortable where they are. So whatever it is that may bother them or they may want to speak out to, they feel like it 
they're better where they're at than where they would be if they were to speak out their mind. So it would have to be very advantageous. Like it, it would have to be something that would give them a tre- tremendous be- benefit for them to speak out. Now, if they know they're going to min- win a million dollars, if somebody just said, how are you feeling today, they will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jay talk. <laughs> you know. All right. Jay talks to the people audience. Miss Rain and I about to put you on the spot. Is Jay talks to the people audience outspoken? Did you hear the question? Oh, you you were asking me. I thought you were um adding the callers in. I'm sorry. Um, are they? Is our audience? Is your audience outspoken? Yes. Okay. Um, how many times have you heard from members of your audience? Only a few times. Only a few times. When you hear from the audience, have they given you a strong impression either way or kind of like, you know, they appreciate the show? They do at least one person of the audience showed appreciation. She showed appreciation for what she was hearing in the show. Okay. Uh, strong impression. She definitely has strong views when <laughs> the topics that we were discussing that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so what I'm saying is at this point, we know we have, or you know you have, I'm on your show so much it's like it's my show, but <laughs> um we know that we have listeners, and we know that they're willing to reach out to us in certain events. So it's up to the individuals. So I wouldn't say that they're soft-spoken because you have heard from your crowd, but it would be nice if we had more feedback that we could feed off of just to kind of pick the um, the listeners' brains and um, have that discourse. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, folks, about to take a quick station break. Service announcement. Service announcement. Be right back. You're listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. Black, 
say that they are proud and blessed. And he had identified it perfectly as far as you, what are you proud of about being black? You were born black. It wasn't an achievement. Being proud means being proud of an achievement. You've earned this or done that or were recognized for this or that. You raised great kids. But as far as being proud to be black, it had nothing to do with that, just like I had nothing to do with being uh, Hispanic. <laughs> Yeah, but this individual that say, well, it's justified to indulge in my feelings if I feel that I'm a male or female, isn't it justified? If they want to be that way, that's on them. Don't force it on those who be with that. That's the problem I have with them. They want to force everything down people's throats like, hold on, yo, that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Don't bring that to me and to people that believe in going with the opposite sex. You're messing it up for the children. The children are messed up because of this madness. They don't even know who to be because they've seen us on subliminal TV. Let them make the decision. Stop forcing people. If you want to go that route, that's on you. Don't force it on those who don't want to deal with it. Keep dealing with that.
my guest on the day, Miss Rain. We're bringing back right versus wrong. I didn't really intend to have any more continuation of the series, but right versus wrong is still the subject topic of the day. Okay. So, Miss Rain, the choices we make every day, how important are the decisions and how should one go about deciding things? That's right. Um, when it comes to decisions, um, there has to be a lot of thought that's put into it. And it always leads back to knowledge. Just like when you asked me a little bit earlier about um, whether a person should be a leader or whether to be a follower, that's a decision. And everything's based on knowledge. Even when you wake up in the morning, if you know that it's going to be a rainy day, you know that you're going to pick the umbrella up or you're going to get a jacket to try to protect yourself. That's a decision. So when we make choices, you always want to go um, based on where the area where you have the most knowledge in. You don't want to get blindsided and make choices. There's some people out there that like to call themselves risk takers, and they believe that taking risk is like a it's a good um, character trait. And in some cases, maybe if you like to deal with stocks and bonds or something, you know, you're you're a risk taker and you're good in that field, but in life you got to have a plan. That's the only, you know, in life you want to be stable so that you can do what you want to a certain degree. And I think good decisions are based on your knowledge. What do you know? How can you make that work for you and then make that decision based off of whatever you do know? So what defines a good decision versus a bad one? All right. So when you make your decision, you're making your decision for the result that you want to see to happen in the future. If you decide you want to go to school and you want to be a doctor and you choose the best um, school you can think of and you get in there and you actually get the good grades and do the residency and get that particular job, you made the right decision because it gets you where you want to be. Now, if you go outside and your intention is to go to the store and the next thing you know you're in the back of a police car, <laughs> then you, you you didn't make the right you didn't make the right decision. Bad boy, bad boy, what you gonna do? You know you when they come line. for you, uh, he decided to grab that juice instead of pay for it. But yeah, <laughs> if you the decision you make doesn't lead you in the position that you expect to be at, and it's okay. Sometimes you might fail on a decision. You might make the wrong decision based on your limited knowledge. You thought you might be able to just fit it under your shirt. You didn't anticipate they were back there looking in the in the surveillance room. <laughs> so it's still a wrong decision. That's why I say you have to have as much knowledge as possible. Making good decisions, making choices, prioritizing things, organizing and planning. Mm-hmm. Would you agree, Ms. Rain, that Planned Parenthood doesn't have anything to do with planning parenthood in that the very terms planned parenthood means for individuals planning not to be a parent, deciding, making decisions not to be a parent, the 
deciding not to have the children that they were gifted with. Planned Parenthood, those terms meaning you're planning not to be a parent. Would you agree with that? Exactly. Um, And for that organization, that's what it means. For other people, imagine if we didn't know the organization exists. Like maybe before I knew too much about these type of politics or these policies or uh, things that were going on. And someone said, oh, we're planning a family. What does that mean? It means the opposite. It means you're planning to look forward to being with your mate and creating a solid foundation. So they took that word and flipped it. They didn't say, you know, family elimination. That's not what the, the, the organization is called. Now, one thing about it that I think is much more important than the procedure that they offer that could probably limit pregnancy is education. People with the most education have the least amount of kids because they understand how much it is and how serious of a decision it is. Like all across the board, if you look, if you pull up some statistics, it will show you that the people with the most education have the fewest kids versus the people with the least amount of education have the most. So if people were more highly educated and they knew different ways to go about life, and they were too busy to go around, you know, making sloppy decisions and then trying to clean it up later, they wouldn't have a need for those type of services, which are extremely traumatic. You know, that's, that's we're talking about life and death. Yeah, Planned Parenthood, it's a very skimpy plan in that the plan is to reject all future plans as putting forth work to raise, rear, and provide for offspring. Now, someone may ask, where is the value of life in the organization Planned Parenthood? And there were some abortion survivors that called up into a radio station called Moody Radio, and they were abortion about abortion survivors that, you know, survived abortion, where mm. the mothers tried to terminate them, but it didn't work. And one of the abortion survivors ended up with cerebral palsy as a result of trying to kill him. So mm. these kind of things are out there. And there's a debate about where our fetus is human and what exactly are they. Mm. You know, are they some things that are insignificant forms of life? And here you have these individuals that survived the abortion and are so grateful that their mothers didn't kill them. And there were also some clips on that radio show where they played clips of expectant mothers or mothers that were pregnant that called in and asked about prenatal care. And every representative they talked to said, no, we don't provide care for your pregnancy. We just terminate pregnancy. Mm. So that's Planned Parenthood. Mm. And what's the value of the life? Just like in determining the value of animal life, non-persons, how 
is it that an animal that's a non-person, how is that life worthless than people? Um, in a lot of eyes, people will go um, more convincingly for animals' life than humans' life. Like if somebody finds out that two dogs are fighting on a corner, there could be a thousand people marching up and down the street about animal animal cruelty, but the same people will say they're pro-choice, which is very contradictory if you really think about it. And the thing is, I understand people say that they're pro-choice and women's body, but then that brings up a question. So you're saying that the fetus inside of the woman's body is a part of the woman's body. What do you think? I don't think that that's the case. So in speaking about the value of life, and the topic is on between animals that are Mm non-persons, because so I've read that even humans are classified in the animalia kingdom, so we're technically all animals by that rule. But Mm -hmm. an example, an unrelated or non-relatively close person over an, an animal, a extreme distant relative, which is, you know, your typical stranger on the street, let's say a human baby or infant, Mm -hmm. and a puppy are trapped in a burning building, or a car sinking into the river and having the capability and power that you have to rescue one or the other, which would it be, the infant or the pup? If you can only save one first. Now, why do, not just yourself, but why do people, maybe in the J Talks to the People audience, how do we determine or why does it come to maybe our instincts that the the baby is more significant than the pup, than the animal? That it's natural. It's just human nature. It is natural human nature to believe that the baby, that's that's still part of our family even if it's unrelated. Even if it's unrelated, it's part of the family. Now, depending on who you talk to, because there are some people out there that are far left, and they they believe in um, what is called population control, and they believe that there's too much. And there are actually some people, I believe without a doubt, who would save the puppy dog first. So, but in my case, I believe in saving the child, even if the child's unrelated. All right. Uh, you ever thought about bestiality? You ever thought about bestiality be- being considered adultery or cheating when it's an activity outside of you and your spouse? I never even thought that that should even be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but <No. laughs> you're cheating on your wife with the dog, so um yeah. is I mean, first of all, besides the moral issues with that, I'm just gonna jump right over that, like that's not a big eyesore, okay. and right. then go to whether it's cheating or not, yeah, I guess I mean that is just. Yes, it is, because you're having sex with something else. 
that's a living thing. <laughs> I just can't see it as cheating because it's not a human being. So right. is it any different than masturbation, especially if you're forcing yourself on an animal that's rape? So that's a good question. Good questions indeed. Make you think. Make every one of us give some thoughts. So another station break service announcement. Very important information. Don't go away. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, y'all. You know, I realized, as I've said in prior episodes, we haven't agreed to disagree M.O. And that's the we, quote-unquote, that carries the dialogue under the umbrella of belief moreover than truth. Would you agree? <laughs> i like everyone to remember what this forum is all about. It's for you to speak your mind, perhaps share your experience, what you've learned, think of the purpose, what is the reason for speaking your mind? Hopefully, aiming to speak the truth. And what is it that we find in truth? What's one of the things found? One thing that is found is reality. The state of being. You don't have to believe this because it's true. Because it will still be true either way. I realize there is division. There's this side for this position, this side for the other, that view, or another. Why is it like this? How did it get this way? This is something to be talked about on the show. This is something to be talked about on the show, as we have touched on it just a little. How do we coexist, meaning unity in divided truths? In people's own truths, quote unquote, let's talk about it. 773 
I believe it was the episode before before last we were speaking about the state of California and legalizing prostitution and or uh, yeah child child prostitution. Yeah, um, I, I have a research. bit of homework for you to do. All right. I need for you to find a clip of a guy named Milo Zionopoulos. Because you were talking to me about pedophilia pedophilia apologists. And that's basically what he is. He's a man, he's a gay man who was molested by a Catholic priest. And um, he basically agrees with it. So... Look it up. He's defending pedophilia. He recently lost his book deal and also his job at Breitbart. So take a look at it, and I guess we'll speak again about it. I'm not sure whether you'll be able to put the clip on the show, but that basically, you know, if there's going to be a push for this thing, that's that's what they're going to be saying. I can try to find it right now. What's what's the name of it again? Um, his name is Milo. Zionopolis, and it's M-I-L-O-Y-I-A, and Zionopolis, I'm not exactly sure, but if you put that in there and then you put defends pedophilia, it'll pop right up in YouTube. It's viral because people are extremely upset, to say the least, about that. I think I found it. Hold on. Okay, so Milo Zephanopoulos, what's the name of the video? Um, you can put in defends pedophilia. Anything that says uh that that is attached to pedophilia, it'll give you it'll catch you up to speed on what exactly is being said. It was an interview he had. So All right, so this guy like makes like arguments, like strong arguments for pedophilia. Oh yes. Okay, Almost. I think I have a clip right. Okay. I think I have a clip right here. Let's see if we can get it going. Okay. Yes, your people, Catholics, trying to hide that information. We're, we're, we're great at PL. The last thing they want. <laughs> I went to Catholic school, man, for a whole year. Cured yep. me. Well, Fixed me up good. Where you get your fine sense of right and wrong from. No, wait, let's not do that. Well, with the right and wrong, as far as what? Did anyone try to touch you? What is wrong? wrong with you? No, I got lucky. They beat me a little what bit. Got lucky. 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 No, it's, it's like I said earlier, if it weren't for Father Michael, I'd have given far less good head. I mean, I'm right now. There was a real Father Michael? So much less. Yeah, he's, he's going to get killed now. But Who is Father Michael? No, no, no. It's a real dude. He should make me suck his dick. For real? Um, make me. I was enthusiastic about it. I thought my English teacher, too. Right? How old was he at the time? Um, I don't know. He's quite young, quite hot. Really? Yeah. And so that's where it all started? Father Michael? No, no, that post, the tranny. Yeah, it was post. So it wasn't like it. I was dragging him as a child. So, uh. It was quite a. Uh, you already had the five, so and you're like, this is all wrong. I need to talk to Father Michael. He's like, suck my dick and shut the fuck up. And you're like, religion is awesome. See, I really, I really had no hopes, did I? I was, I was, I was never going to end well. Well, it seems like you kept stumbling in at dicks. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened.
a heterosexual man like me, 30 years I've been falling on dick. Was in the same circumstances as you early on. I mean, obviously things would have went very different. So I'm not sure if I buy the not you'd more. Go down, you'd go down great in the gay club. Go down? Well, I mean, you know. You can't say you. We have a, a, oh, a British expression, you go down well. No, uh, no, yeah. 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 Oh, like it goes down well. Yeah. So, no, um, we... Like taking the piss? Yeah, it took me a while to get what the hell right, I meant. Right, you want a cup of mine, yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which, again, is another thing gay people seem disproportionate to. Is there um, a PR each other? Uh, there seems to be a lot of things. Very water-sport. Talk with everything. Is it? 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 Is I can't myself away from the values. Can't sound enough way. Come on. Maybe as you get older, maybe your sex drive dries up a little bit. I think I would have made a good priest. Do you think I'd make a good priest? I think I'd make a good priest. Well, you make a good priest if you think the guy that made you suck his dick was a good priest. That kind of guy was a great priest. Honestly, like he was. Are you good other than that? I've never had a better singing tutor. He was great. Singing tutor. You got notes out of me. I didn't even know I could produce. Well, you worked yeah. your plumbing, shattering the uh, chandeliers, kind of. <laughs> but was he good outside of what he did? Like, was he a good religious scholar? Was he a good uh, teacher? I think he was a priest. I mean, that's just a fucking creep getting his dick sucked then. He's going to get lynched. Now. How's he going to get lynched? Do people, do people know who he did? I didn't think so. What's his name? Well, I'm not saying anything. Well, how old were you at the time? You were a little kid and he was like, what? You were just trying to... Was he in his 20s or 30s? He has another feminist strategy that you have adopted in addition to your language. What? Trying to... Trying to pedophile? No, trying to go... You were the one who was the pedophile? You were the one who was the pedophile? You were the one who was the Did you know, I lived in Hollywood a, a, a while ago. Did you? Briefly. And did you go to one of his parties? 
I went to other people who I won't name um, mm-hmm. of a similar stature in Hollywood. I went to their boat parties and to their house parties and things, and some of the things I have seen are big and spilling. Yeah. Can you give us like a... Well, just... I can't. I don't want to be indiscreet about specific people. Right. You have to dance around the facts. Yeah, dangerous. But I can tell you the truth without dropping anyone in it. Okay. I mean, some of the boys, they were very young. Racism. There's no such thing as racism. I am entity. Now he's not going to go over it because he's working for most of them. See, the thing about it is, when you get into a certain position of authority, you get to meet these people. You're listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. This has been another edition of Jay Talk to the People Radio, and we're telling you to live life.
racism doesn't exist and never existed. Let's take a listen. Our issue is not about racism. There's no such thing as racism. Now, he's not going to go over it because he's working for most of them. See, the thing about it is when you get into a certain position of authority, you get to meet these people. You're listening to J Talk to the People Radio.